name is Laura. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Good, good, good. Tell me what's going on in your world. Um, it's a rainy, foggy day here in Charlotte. Mm. It's sunny like a- here today. I'm super pumped. <laughs> oh, awesome. Sorry. <laughs> no, it, it feels like cozy weather for like, I was creating mock-ups earlier for a client and I was like, oh, on my front porch just kind of like soaking that okay. up. So that was nice. Okay. I like that. I like yeah. that. Vibe. Yeah. So, um, do you need help with anything today? You know, I signed up for this call and I don't really have any specific questions. Um, I do, I can't be on for long. So I decided to just pop on and just absorb. Well, you were here first, so you can go first. How about that? Okay. Um, Well, tomorrow I have a call with, um, a Zoom call with somebody who I met in a Facebook group um, who expressed interest in my portraits. Um, So I'm just going to kind of talk with her and see where that conversation goes. And Mm -hmm. then I have a dance class. It's like a self-love, self-empowerment dance class that my friend is hosting tomorrow night. So I'm excited to go there and meet women there because that's, you know, all the things that I'm about. So um, that's, those are my main like connection events for this week. Right. Those are two very good connection events. I love that. (laughs) Okay. So we've got connection events lined up. What else Mm -hmm. is lined up for this week? um and so our, that's sorry let me pause real sure. quick is that so in our last call we talked about trying rotating weeks so yes. like one week it's more about the art one week it's more about the connections is that where we're going right now yes this week is okay. more about the connections so those are my two events that I have going on I'm thinking about reaching out it's not it's not a new connection but a friend yeah. who um who I haven't seen in a little while connecting with her on a, on Friday, maybe. Um, and that's what I have, you know, I'm trying to find that balance of like putting myself out there, but not draining myself too much. Yeah. Does three feel like a good number for you? I think so. I think that's not enough. Just right. It feels good for this week. I'm also getting ready for, um, my mom to come into town this weekend. So with all of that in mind, three feels like a good number. Tell me about your mom. Is she like you or are you opposite? Uh, we have like a lot in common. She's, she's an artist. Oh, cool. Yeah, she always did it as more of a hobby though. Um, so I have a lot of memories of being a little kid, coloring with her, drawing with her. So we have that connection. Um, she's very much an introvert. Um, I'm probably more willing to put myself out there than she is. Um, But she is very much into um, all of the like woo woo stuff that I'm into in addition to art. So it's, it'll be nice. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be nice. Um, I know this sounds like a weird thing to say, but I would also like you to show her what you're doing and tell her like what your goals and your dreams are. Okay. It's just good practice for um, you making those connections with other people and 
she sounds like a very ideal ideal art buyer and by that I don't necessarily mean she's gonna like we're trying to sell it your mom something what I do mean is she's probably going to be your single biggest cheerleader even if she is an introvert so you should always let her know what you're up to and not just a yeah I'm trying to make art like tell her about it you know what I mean yeah I love that idea like really show her what I'm doing tell her the stories of the women that I've gotten to meet through this process and um Mm -hmm. yeah kind of do like a deep dive I think that's a great idea your goals, your dreams, your style that you're moving toward, why you're doing it. Like, I think it'd be a good connection point for you guys anyway. If so nothing I'm connecting, else. I'm connecting in four ways this week then. There you go. Connections are not like this thing that have to be forced. Like sometimes mm-hmm. we need to create more opportunities for it. But like, I just did your mom. <laughs> so it could be a great connection point. Yeah. Yeah, so, absolutely. So that is like your relationship marketing side of things for this week. Mm-hmm. But connection can also be through content marketing. It is a little bit harder, but I feel like you've been doing a very good job with your emails. Thank you. And um, I haven't seen you pop up on my social media feed in a while, but I also haven't really been on there very much. Yeah, the algorithm has not been on there. Yeah, that's a great question. The algorithm has not been really favoring my content these last few days. I've been posting things and um, not getting a lot of views compared to some of my other reels that I've done. Are they similar, different, the same? Like, I mean, I think they're pretty similar. It's it's a lot of like process videos. mm -hmm. Um, and I'm using the hashtags. Um, I don't know if they kind of bumped me down because in one of my posts I mentioned, you know, go to the link in my bio. I have spots open. That's where I noticed the drop, um, Mm -hmm. in engagement. So I don't know, but I did start mentioning it in my stories like, oh, I have commission spots available, which is a reminder actually, now that I'm saying that I need to do it more this week. These don't feel, I mean, I'm just really quickly scanning. Mm -hmm. These don't feel much different than what I've seen from you in the past. Mm -hmm. I do find for myself, and maybe this is true for, I feel like it's probably true for just about everybody. But if it's a salesy post, it just doesn't perform as well, mm-hmm. almost no matter what. But I don't mean that that doesn't have value still. Mm. Because it's still information. Um, like if, if people resonate with one of these other things, especially since it's pinned, uh, mm-hmm. they might be clicking around on your profile and see that that's pinned. And then they get that that first part of the sales process, which is inform. People will never be interested in what we do if we don't inform, even if the algorithm doesn't like highlight it and give you all these likes and comments and whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. 
So you are informing, you're doing it in your newsletters and you're doing it in here, but you've also got these, these nurturing posts where you're telling stories and you're um, talking about the people that you're highlighting and yourself and all of that. So those are good. If they're not performing as well, if people aren't seeing them, I like to do a couple of things. One, go back and look at what has performed well in the past and see if there's anything that we can glean as a, a test to see mm. if we can recreate whatever worked well there. Well, the one on the top right is the, my best performing reel of the year so far. Yeah. And so I don't want you to be down on yourself because three weeks ago you did your best performing reel of the year. And that's not what I'm hearing, but I'm just pushing yeah. that to you. So let's see, what might be different about this? It was relevant to the time. So you were talking about having a beautiful start to the year, which was three weeks ago, which was the start of the year. So there was that, that pulling in that element. Um, it was really simple and quick. Quick reels can do better because it has that faster turnover time. Mm. Um, you didn't overthink it. It's just a sped up processed video of you filling in one color. Um, so these are all like just little things that you can say, okay, can I either do a quick one can I do a sped up process video that's, you know, short? Can I make it relevant to the, what's going on in the world at the moment? So those are just three things you could pull from. And then I saw this one did pretty well as well. Mm -hmm. Another simple one. Another simple one. You took, I'm trying to see if you did more. So this one's actually a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. But I wonder if you took this and made it shorter, how that would go. So one of the people that I follow, a lot of the people that I follow, I noticed that they end up coming up with their own little formulas of what performs really well for them. So like this one particular girl is actually a um, singer, songwriter, singer, songwriter, but she'll do these videos where she does like an aura cleanse and she does them maybe every fourth or fifth video. And it's relevant to her brand, but she noticed it, that people love yeah, these. I, I've seen those, I think. Is it Queen Herbie? It is. Yeah. 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 So she just keeps doing them. And it's, it seems like she enjoys doing them. Um, that's just the first example that came to my mind today because I saw a, a new style of video from her and it was, it kind of jarred me because I'm like, oh, I've never <laughs> seen something like that from you in the recent past um, where she was doing a cover song with her husband. I was like, okay, that's pretty interesting. But then I went back into her feed and I noticed, oh, she's done a couple of those recently. So you kind of, 
once you find something that works, you can kind of get into a pattern of digging into it and seeing if you can make it work even better. And still like giving yourself some room to play. Yeah. Um, And again, we're, we're not just sitting here trying to beat the algorithm. That's not really the point. What we were talking about was nurturing. Mm-hmm. Although it does help if more people see it, right? Mm-hmm. So within the nurturing side of things, also looking at Like what are people saving, sharing, or commenting on? I feel like that means it resonated more than just the likes. The likes are nice. Mm -hmm. But when we can look at the comments, the saves, and the shares, you see a little bit more there. Yeah. Like this one has five comments. And two of those are you. Three of those are you. But still... Mm-hmm. It was just a short, like one sentence. So maybe it was that, or maybe it was the picture that somebody resonated with. Let's look at this one. Yeah, a lot of those. How did you get in the junk mail for that one? <laughs> I have been getting so many of those. Maybe because you, maybe because Taylor Swift. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Even just pictures of your life, mm-hmm. I've noticed you're a little guy, you, I feel like people want to see that as well, mm-hmm. mixed in. If you scroll up a little bit, back to where you were, um, yeah, there's you another simple one that did one? well. Uh-huh. That one did very well. That one did really well. Um, Hello, steal that. Okay. (laughs) Do some more of that because that's going to take you five freaking seconds. Uh Uh-huh. I get lost in my little world when I'm painting hair. So this is a very specific thing. Like you didn't just say, it's a work in progress. You said, I get lost painting curls and -hmm. it makes it feel like this. That's a very simple way to describe it. And I think that my guess is people resonated with the picture maybe more than the caption, but you never know. So when you're putting the two things together, like try that, see if you can recreate this two or three times. And then if you can, maybe we could try a different caption or we can try looking for a trending audio or so, you know, something like that so you can Try to figure out what the formula is and then play with the formula. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, that does make sense. That's a good thing to keep in mind. Can I ask you about email? Yeah. Um, so my open rate is has been like 50%, which, awesome. yeah, I'm happy with that. Not a lot of clicks though. So I don't know if it's just a matter of like time. Or, you know, obviously I'm going to be building my list over time and my, I don't know. Do you have any tips?
Well, I'll say I have been reading your emails. I think they're good. I think people are going to click if they are curious or have interest. Mm -hmm. Content marketing, email marketing, Instagram marketing, all of that takes a lot bigger numbers to get the small. So like over here in your relationship marketing side, I don't remember what our numbers are, but I'm going to make them up. You talk to 11 people and you got seven sales, something like that. Over here on your content marketing side, if you have 300 people on your email list, you might get eventually within the year, one to three sales from those three people clicking to buy something, which is not a lot, which is why we're looking for the soft and the hard hand raises so that we can pull them over to the relationship marketing side. They're people we wouldn't probably have seen otherwise. So that gives us that extra added incentive. And some people are just watching and looking and seeing and then eventually they're gonna go, and I'm ready now. Mm -hmm. So it's that combination of time, nurture, and the way we speed up when we're like, freaking out a little bit is we look for those hand raises to nurture more quickly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's all good to keep in mind. I really enjoy writing the emails. And when I talk to people who I know who are on my email list, they'll be like, I enjoy reading that. So I know like there's a connection happening there. Yes. Which is really what we're looking for. So I probably send one newsletter a week to one newsletter every other week, depending on the phase I am in at the moment. I probably get, I don't know, 10% of my sales, 20% of my sales from my content. The other 80% for me is just me talking to people. And the way that some of those conversations start is through the content. Some of them I initiate, some of them they initiate, but they wouldn't initiate it if I wasn't putting out the content. So it's not that it's only 10 to 20%, it's that you only think of it as 10 to 20% because that's where this you see the sale come through as opposed to you having that conversation yeah that does that sense. make sense yeah so it's probably more like 50 50 if you pull it all out and like really separate it you said your click rate is low tell what what is low uh like two percent like one That's or good. two people. Actually, okay. it's good. Yeah. Okay. Two percent is not bad at all. Okay. One to three percent is about on par, mm -hmm. which is why you can deduce from that that clicks are worth something. Like they had to take the time to go, hmm, tell me more about that. Mm -hmm. You think it's just a simple thing where everyone's just going to click, but. 
How many times do you actually click through in a newsletter? Not very often. Unless you're like, maybe I'll buy that. Let's see. Right. So it's a it's a pretty good indication of interest. Does that mean that they're going to become a customer immediately? No. But I was telling someone the other day that I've come up with this new theory in my mind that at some point people decide when they when they raise their hands, whether it's directly or indirectly, they've pretty much decided I'm going to become a customer. It's just a win at that point. So it might be a year or two years down the road. But if as long as you don't desert them, they will eventually become a customer. Yeah. That's a good perspective to have because it's easy to be like, 2%, that's so low. <laughs> but I mean, you see behind the scenes of a lot of businesses. So it's helpful to, to hear that that's pretty good, you know? Yeah, um, and I've been doing this for a long time. So I've got a lot of data to sort through. Like, mm -hmm. And it's helpful to have the 10,000 foot view because you, when you're in it, it's like all you can see is what's right in front of you. But when you can see the bigger picture, it becomes more like a, okay, I can relax a little bit, long-term, where am I going? What am I doing to get there? As opposed to, I need a sale right now, which is, where you can do it with when you get to the money now stuff but like yeah yeah well for me I like I was saying before I really enjoy writing the emails I have a lot of fun doing it like I have fun reading my own emails and in my mind I'm like anybody else's bonus so I feel like that's the right attitude <laughs> to have <laughs> that's a great attitude I love that <laughs> you're having fun writing your emails you're doing something right I feel the same way about mine. <laughs> it's like, oh, this yeah, is fun. So if I'm having fun, other people must be enjoying it too, hopefully. <laughs> Put me on your list. I'll, I'll send you my email. Um, I want to be on all my clients' email list. So if I'm not on your list, let me know. Okay, Laura, um, I'm going to wrap up with you because I want to make sure everybody has time. Did you have anything else that you needed? No, that was all. Thank you so much. Okay, you're welcome. And if you need to hop off, that's totally okay too. <laughs> All right, Miss Monique, you are next. Hello. Oh, good Hi. evening. Well, good morning at your place. I am at a Airbnb because I'm driving from Spain to the Netherlands. And so today I'm in Belgium. It's hey. cute. It's very like cute. It. It's a very nice Airbnb. Yeah. I think we haven't spoken to each other's like live since half December. Yeah, fly with Christmas. You, I remember you were going to a Christmas party with your boyfriend. Yeah, boyfriend. Yes. Yeah, well, that was the last my time. Dad. Yeah, exactly. And then, oh, so tell me what's I going on. It. I mean, I kind of know you've you've messaged me, but I I updated you. Um, so I've been following the Money Now workshop and I hope I can stay in it even though that like uh, constant income is ending for me. I have it on my list to talk Yay. to you. So I'll be back with you about that yeah. in a little bit. Cool. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm doing things for that. And, and in the meantime, I was still like painting all other stuff. 
um, something that really popped up in me, like, oh, I want to do this. And uh, I made small ones and medium to big ones. Like, okay, I have an exhibition about that later this year, whatever, because that's how I usually work. And then at some point I looked at it and I'm like, what am I actually painting here? And then all of a sudden I saw there were like very teary faces. Like, and all of a sudden I just realized like, wow, I'm actually painting about the the process, process of the Alzheimer that I'm going through with my mom. It's like, oh my God, that was really a moment like, oh. Isn't it funny and, how that stuff always, like whatever you're feeling or thinking about or believing, even if it doesn't feel related, I think it always comes out in whatever art you're making. I like that this way as well, because if I would have thought like, oh, I'm going to paint something about Alzheimer's now, I wouldn't have looked this way. I think mm -hmm. it's more authentic. And immediately I had in mind a few of my dear friends who actually their parents suffered or are suffering with Alzheimer to tell them about it you know thinking yes. in your way like hey let's let's tell them like look at this look at what I'm doing um I think that that's a great idea because that like if you're looking at I feel like I should just leave this pulled up all the time oh I did when you're looking at here like there's all these different ways that you can connect with people and it's not always going to be the same so mm -hmm. Alzheimer's right now is a really big theme for you because that is kind of what is consuming your life and so if you have other people in your life that you can connect with over Alzheimer's and you can like even mention like I realized the other day that I was painting all of these portraits and I didn't even realize it and, like just we're not sitting here trying to sell them paintings mm -hmm. of Alzheimer's what we're trying to do is connect with the people around us on a deeper level and that gives us something to connect about and also talking about what we're doing yeah. I think that that would be a really lovely way to process mm -hmm. to find a support network and maybe even make some sales yeah and I'm, if I'm... it's not sales it's mm -hmm more connections oh so and so is this and so and so is that and you should know and blah, like just connections are always the first goal connections opportunities they're always all around you and if you're only looking for how am i going to make a sale you're gonna miss a lot in the middle mm -hmm. And it's really, I feel like everybody on this call is a little woo-woo so we can go here, but um, that's like the magic. Mm -hmm. Like you don't know what's gonna happen if you talk to this person, but this person could lead to that person, could lead to that person, could lead to that person. All of a sudden you've got this whole network that you didn't even mean to grow and all of these lovely little surprises and pick-me-ups are scattered throughout there and you just get to go pick them up and find them. But your job is to keep your eyes open so that you can see them. Yeah, so what I'm a little bit struggling with is um, like on one hand, they're not finished yet. Um, and on the other Did you hand- Did you see Laura's from earlier, the one that she said was her best reel this year? 
Yeah. It was a, a picture, like a pencil outline, and she was just putting on a first layer water. of watercolor. But if we're doing money now, I see what you're that's saying. That's another thing. So I'm, I'm like, shall I just hold on to those that were a little bit longer and also give myself the space to like dive deeper into that theme without the pressure of knowing like hey I'm going to show this to people and sometimes it works better if I remember correctly when you messaged me you said when I filled out my numbers I was actually surprised that this other thing that I do covers most of my expenses and I don't actually need that much extra I just want more was did I quote you correctly or no uh, yeah and then that fell through <laughs> and then I was in gotcha. the minus last month <laughs> yeah because probably because you're doing a lot of traveling and mm, exactly and and exactly <laughs> these, these yeah. months they actually don't count either but I I, I really should get more uh, income out of uh, art making that's what I'm going for um So you are correct in assuming that these conversations, connections, looking for the magic, all of that, I do like to consider that more of a consistent income activity because otherwise you start going, and where's the sale? And where's the sale? And where's the sale? Mm -hmm. And you miss some of the good stuff. Um, when you are thinking about money now, oh, I'm in the red and I need to make, 400 euros or whatever it is then that is a different mindset to me mm -hmm. than I want to consistently grow my income it's more of a oh shit <laughs> what do I do real quick so your question was if I heard it correctly do I need to put these to the side because I'm in a money now moment. Is that your question? Maybe the word is not to decide, but maybe the word is more, uh, shall Background? I give them under the radar? So mm. I continue with them behind the scenes. Um, maybe talk person to person, mm -hmm. like with, with these people, with these friends, instead of like using them on, on my social media. Do you remember, bye Laura, do you remember what percentage you were at with your spreadsheet? Like when you fill it all out, it says like, you're at 90% or you're at 110%. Do you remember no, where you I were don't, there? I don't remember the percentage. It was 300 euros in the minus 300 something. Okay, so I want you to go back and do it again because that number changes all the time. Yeah. And I want you to see where you're really at and look at the percentage this time mm -hmm. rather than the actual number because it's going to help us see like, well, I'm only 10% under my goal. So I have a little bit of spaciousness and I don't have to go 100% in. Or like, remember, this is just a decision-making tool. So, or... I'm going to go 100% into money now for the next 14 days and I'm going to solve this problem and then I'm going to switch back. So it, I don't like it to become this 
drawn out process of I'm only doing this or I'm only doing that. Like it almost has to be more fluid than that. Mm. And if you're really under your number, it might become a longer process. Right. But if it's 5%, 10%, maybe even 15% under, that's not insurmountable. So it can either be like a, just a quick push, or it can be, um, I'm going to dedicate 50% of my time to this activity and 50% of my time to more of the consistent income activity. Hmm. Yeah. And I wish I knew that number so I could guide you a little bit better, but I'm- If, if I'm correct, it's somewhere that I need, no, I don't really remember. I think around 2000, but it could mm -hmm. be a bit more or less. Okay, so let's, let's pretend that that number One seventh. I'm gonna not try to do math. 300 divided by, oops, 2,000. Awesome. That's 15%. Okay. So, um, tell me what you are thinking in regards of money now. You want, I, are you wanting to sell? I was uh, thinking in Laura's way, uh, also because you know I have all these groups of women um, who are also you know they love to see themselves so um, I was also thinking of like making personalized um, portraits of them yeah yeah because I think it's something also that really is a quick yes for a lot of the the friends around me are you thinking large portraits, small mm -mm. portraits, or no, range no, no. of portraits? What are you thinking? I'm thinking small ones on paper and it's on craft paper. You can see some of them, not portraits, but um, drawings on, on my Instagram. Um, then same style, same everything, but a bit, bit lar larger on wood panel. And that can be with a bit of copper or gold leaf uh, so it's a mid mid price, and then I'm still figuring out maybe one size bigger on canvas, same style. So it's back uh, brown background, because usually I don't do that. The one with the eye, with with the pencil and the eye. The here that one yeah, um, so those those kind of style drawings, and I can make them in like three to four hours um and i probably can i challenge you hmm? yeah you what you described to me was a medium where it was on a wood panel there was some gold leaf that sounds like a great medium mm -hmm. even just a larger size of the same thing could be your large but um and talk about the medium yeah but if someone's like oh i just can't have a down sell of you said ah. like craft paper so instead of talking about the craft paper ones, talking about the wood ones, and then, ah, that's so clever. Yeah. Yes. Because people want the shiniest thing. Yeah. But they can't always afford the shiniest thing. But if you're like, well, I have In a back case, pocket thing. I've got Look that. what else I also got this. 
I love that pretty idea. close to that. So I don't have to upsell, I can downsell. <laughs> right, exactly. And so then if someone's like, this is so great, you'd be like, well, I don't know if that's for you or not, but I also can do them really big. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. So this would be your downsell, essentially. Yeah. 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 And then no, I don't. Uh, I, I haven't. I haven't plugged it up yet because I've been overwhelmed with mom stuff. Sure. Sure. Um, but back to the original question, um, you were saying, should I put the um, Alzheimer's conversations on hold? I'm going to go and say no. Hmm. Because that's a really strong connection. And um, it could even be that like these are portraits of your strength and getting through a hard time. Or it could be that um, hmm. maybe you want to have one made of a loved one who is going through it. Like it can't hmm. even be, it doesn't have to be, but it can even be through that lens of let's pull that into this yeah the Alzheimer ones are very different they're white and they're blotty it's like as if I'm painting on watercolor do we have any in here no no nothing no I can perhaps pull a photo up on my on my camera my telephone and show it here on the camera hey for technology yeah yeah it's gonna check real fast let's find one and and that's how I actually realized like oh sh I'm painting about Alzheimer because all of a sudden it's no lines anymore it's all blurred it's all oh water. that is interesting yeah um, and it's actually something that I did many years ago as well oh by the way these are this one is on can you see it you can't probably mm, see it really I, well. I kind of oh. can. Yeah. On wood. It's beautiful. Yeah, I like it. I love it. All right. Which is a good photo? Probably have to put up the light, don't I? There you go. Do you see them? Mm, that's really so, pretty. So this, this there's, so there's different. no outlines of the faces or anything. No. Like exactly. That's when I realized, like, oh. Like it's a personality that's starting to dissolve that's no mm. longer like outlined there you know the character is it's not there anymore and that's what so, it, it hit me like oh i know i know what i'm painting let me ask you one last question mm. yeah i'm going to call them different styles even though they're all very much your style but if you were going to talk about the very defined lines with the the mid the mid tone in the middle, and then you highlight and shadow, yeah. So there's yeah. that. There's the one you just showed me where it's very white watercolor blur and colors and, and everything. Yeah, and then. There's some more colorful ones in here. So I'm not going to like give them all their own style, but just the more colorful one. Hmm. Is there one of those three that you feel like this is the only one I want to paint right now? Or is it like, I love all of these? 
<laughs> I love all of these. Okay. So then there's another layer to this where mm. as you're talking to people about doing portraits, you can like kind of, here's the three styles that I do it in. And if it's for one person in particular, you could say, I would actually recommend this one because this is what I need, or this is more how like the Alzheimer's tends to come out for me. And it's like more about this mm -hmm. and it's more about that. But this one's more about this. And this one I tend to do more for when I'm feeling this. So you can really like personalize the commission journey for them, but in a way that works for you. Yeah, I don't think I want to uh, do commission on the color, the, the colored ones. Okay, so imagine then it's I... this or this. Exactly, exactly. I don't do and... commissions of those right now. Mm -mm. No, that's that's too much ins and outs. Or I want to keep it very you simple. Really want that one? I only exactly do it for the big, and it's this price, and it's very expensive. But I can mm -hmm. do it for you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But that's like that's like honeypot. Yes. And trying to express all of this in your content is going to be hard. So pick one that you want to focus on. I recommend the middle and probably one of those two styles. And then you can customize it in your conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I'll, I'll talk about, I'll, I'll connect with those people around me that I know their parents uh, at you know because we have connected before because they said like hey I'm going through the same thing um, so I have a lot of confidence to talk about it with them um, and then on the other hand yeah try to push the the custom little artworks just also to get some training in 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 making connections and conversations on... The beautiful thing about the money now process is that it helps you speed up the consistent income process because you're talking to people and finding out what they want and customizing it to them and meeting them halfway and like you're basically curating and how am I how do I want to say it you're co-creating a mm. product which is going to help inform what you make over here, which doesn't mean I want to try this other direction or this or that, that's fine. But you know, you have a base of what's kind of like what we were talking about with Laura and her social media posts. You have these bases that then you can then skew this and this and this and this and try mm. to figure out what works even better for you, what works even better for them. And maybe just go off on a tangent, try something completely new. Like all that is okay because you have a base. Yeah. And also you could probably sell one of your medium ones and it would cover whatever your deficit is. I, I don't know so. what your prices are, but pretty close anyway. I thought selling those wooden ones, like the one I just showed you, for mm -hmm. 450 euros. Oh, that's 1.5 times your deficit, if that's yeah. still accurate. From last month. No, this month, I don't know. Yeah. I never well, know. Do, do the numbers again. That's your first yeah. thing. Second thing. Go talk. Yeah. I'm seeing somebody tomorrow on my way to the Netherlands. Awesome. And um, he's one of the persons that I pitched it like for the second time. And he's like, no, I don't have the money right now because I'm, I'm uh, moving houses and everything. And 
And I'm like, but you are in Belgium because he usually is in Germany. And I was like, oh, I'm coming through. Let's have a coffee. Yeah, for sure. You know, and just tell him what you're up to. You don't have to say, and are you ready to buy it yet? Just tell him what you're up to. See what he says. Right? Yeah. Who knows if he has some history with Alzheimer and family as well. You never know. No, I I, I feel like just about everybody does at this point. Mm, Not yeah. everybody, but a lot of people. A lot. A lot. Yeah, definitely. All right. Yeah. All right. Cool. It was good to see you. I'll, I'll connect with you um, later today for me. It might be, you might be asleep, but. I might be. Yeah. Okay. Bye, Monique. Bye-bye. Or not bye, but. Katie, how are you doing today? I'm good. Do you have anything in particular you came with today? I do. I have a few questions. Um, and I wanted to tell you about my painting Mojo back because we were talking Yay! about that last time. I love it. <laughs> and I realized I kind of knew this already, but the things that helped get me back in flow were like basically stepping away from the screen, anything on a screen, um, looking at photos of nature or um like interior design, you know, elements that I like kind of helps get me thinking about, you know, what a canvas, what a, a next painting might look like. Um, Do you and then also 80s books? music. <laughs> 80s music, yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so once I got going, I'm, you know, working on a series of like eight. Um, and that is what I'm going to show for this next event I'm doing at a friend's house. It was supposed to be this month, but it got moved to next month on the 17th. Um, and she's going to have a group of like 10 people over and I'm going to do a little presentation. We're going to kind of do an art and tea event around lunchtime. So that should be nice. I'm looking forward to that. That sounds lovely. And just thinking about sort of how to maximize that event. I have another friend who's coming. She's going to be selling some jewelry. Um, so it'll be the two of us. But I'll have some time to sort of talk about this series, which hopefully will be all completed. Um, and just about my my work in general. Yeah. Do you know who is coming? Have you met them before? So will it, I guess what I'm trying to say is, can there or will there be any pre-conversation or is it like following the event? It's probably following the event. There's going to be probably maybe half the people that I know and then some new people that live near me, but that I haven't actually met. I don't know what the final list is. So the first thing that comes to mind to me, and maybe because of who I've been talking to today, but We've discussed this and we will discuss it 100,000 more times, but people buy art because of the connection with you, with what you're talking about, or they just really love your style and they might have some connection to that style. Um, so you said you only knew about half the people. What do you think is the most common denominator between you and them? It's probably that we all live in the same neighborhood. Um, there's mm -hmm. a lot of families in my neighborhood. It's a planned community, tons of kids. So the common link is probably that we all have kids in school. 
and we kids in school and near each other within a, yeah. a few miles. Yeah. And the paintings, tell me about the paintings or do you call them paintings? Is that yeah. accurate? Okay, tell me about and the painting. This is a series, it's sort of, um, it's different colors than I usually work with. I wanted to do some more sort of neutral based paintings, which are uh, beige and gray, since we see a lot of those colors here at Seattle in the wintertime. But they kind of turned into more colorful things because the beige kind of turned into rust and mm. the, the gray turned into like a gray blue. So um, there's still a lot of color and pattern in them, but um, I wanted to focus on those colors because a lot of people also have walls that are sort of neutral colored. And so sometimes the bright colors are like harder to, to fit. Yeah. Um, and I thought so I might not like it, but actually I did like it. <laughs> well, we've got Seattle wintertime. You've all got that in common. What are the feelings that you love and or maybe we're trying to portray? maybe, I don't know, through the paintings. Like we talked about the grays being representative of. Right. So what, uh, what is winter to you? I was thinking about the concept of, if I'm saying this right, huga, that of like the Danish concept of like coziness and togetherness in the winter and focusing on that and how like, um, you know, candlelight and simple pleasures and positive energy can really lift you up during the darker days of winter. Um, that's your so, talking point. Yeah, so that's what I was thinking about talk, talking to everyone about because I know it's sort of a common feeling, especially January, February. And, but they have some brightness and positive energy to them. So they're not really, um, you don't look at them and think, oh, this is a winter painting. Yeah. You know. Well, it's it's about coziness, connect. I'm I'm trying to remember all the words you said. I should have written them down. But coziness and connectedness and um I mean, really, those are those are community, I think is what you said. Mm -hmm. Did I get that right? I think so. And and then like looking for the the positivity in maybe some of the months where we feel a little bit more gray, which sounds like all of that is in there. Mm -hmm. um, and from my experience of actually oddly, I have a friend group of like eight people here and two of them are from Seattle. And oh, so- wow. I, I know that <clears throat> the winter time there can be a little bit tough, but also they love it there. So like, it's this Seattle winter time. We love Seattle. This is just a part of it. And there's brightness coming and that we are all together. We've got this community, we've got these cozy, like, I think all of those are great connection talking points. Mm -hmm. In, a, in addition to like you guys live in the same neighborhood and your kids go to school together, like those are just extras, not what the painting is about, but those are extra points of connection. Right. So we've got that. The more you can grab people with, oh, I hadn't thought about it that way. Or, oh, I didn't know that. So I don't, I, I think I might've heard that term before the, the huga or what you said. 
but I don't know much about it. If somebody gave me a presentation, like this is what it, this is what it's about. And this is how to, and this is blah, blah, blah. It taught me something new. That makes me, maybe just cause I'm a learner, but that makes me much more endeared to that person. Like they have contributed to my knowledge. I now know something new and special and unique that I can go tell other people or that I can like absorb into my own way of wintering or whatever it is. So that's another good thing. Um, so where was I going with that? The more that you can grab them at the beginning, the more likely they become someone that becomes a softer, a hard hand raise that you can bring into that nurturing process. So when I think about, do they know that they're coming to something where stuff is for sale or is it just more like a, let's get together, hang out thing? Yeah, my friend who's hosting it is um, calling it a shopping event. <laughs> okay, cool. Which is great because it sort of puts it out there that everything's... Yeah. Um, going to be available for sale. Um, and I'm going to bring some of my smaller things too. I have like the little framed um, uh, detail photos that I showed you. And then, and I also sell coasters. So mm -hmm. I've seen about bringing those as sort of a um, an easy choice and then having the bigger sure. ones just so people can see what's available. Um, some are not that big, like three, four of them are 10 by 10. Um, but then I have a couple of 16 by 20s and um, and then the biggest is 30 by 30. Well, it's kind of like what we were talking about with Monique, where you're putting your emphasis and the message and the meaning and all of that on this, we're calling it, I'm calling it the medium. And then all of these more quick pick items they might resonate with this, but not want to spend that, but they'll buy that because of that. Right. So yes, bring it. Definitely do that. Um, but also what I really want you to do is what I was talking to Monique is really see what kinds of conversations you can get into with the people there and that might be that people just want to talk to you about your presentation it might be that someone comes to your table and is just kind of poking around and you strike up something that's you know I'm I'm kind of trying to figure out where I'm going next is there like anything that catches your eye. Like, I'm just kind of trying to feel out people and see what, what they're the most interested in from me. What, what do you like? What do you not like? Like, give me the good and the bad. I want to hear it all. Um, it could be that someone says, I really like that painting. How much is it? And that can turn into follow-up conversations down the road. So like, it's not so important what the conversation is, it's that you have it and then know what to do with the next step. So it's really, let's break it down. It's more about, am I gonna put this person on my ideal art buyer list? Am I gonna put this person on my lead list? 
or am I just talking because they're in front of me and I really don't want to do anything with them anymore? <laughs> and that's okay too. We can, yeah. we're allowed to have that category. Um, ideal art buyers, we tend to turn those into more, like they're not saying I want to buy something, but those turn into like the longer term nurturing leads turn into that let's do that active follow-up and if they still don't want to buy right now then they go into the long-term nurturing but they start with the short-term nurturing and then the other people we just let them go what do you think about doing like some kind of a raffle or something for people that join my email list just as a way to gather contact information um you could do that but i would i'm I have lately somewhat changed my opinion on numbers and I'd rather have fewer numbers that are stronger than bigger numbers that are just there. I have a really active, let me tell you why. I have a really active sign up for my email list without me doing anything. I get about a hundred signups a month, but by the end of the month, about 60% of those have stayed. So if I gain a hundred, I'll lose 40 and about 60 stick around for a while, however long that is. Some people stick around for years and those are almost always turned into buyers. The people who just stick around for a little bit, they're real quick to unsubscribe. Like if I'm going to sell something or whatever, they only want what's in it for me, like the free value, which is fine, but that's not going to help me grow my business any. So what I really want to do moving forward, I could put all my time and energy into Pinterest and Google because that's where the majority of my signups come from. And I could probably, honestly, if I, if I put 10 hours a week into those places, I could probably double it to 200. But just where I'm at personally and where kind of my values are heading, what I really want is 20 people who really want to be on my list and learn from me rather than 60 people who are like, eh, right. I'll be here and see what happens. And maybe that all evens out. Maybe the 60 turn into 20. I don't know. That's just not where I feel like putting my time. So for you, why I say that is because you said raffle. And immediately my mind went to this idea of like a free opt-in and you can get a free painting and blah, 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 blah. But then you get a list full of people who just want the free thing as opposed to a list of people who want to hear from you. And there's kind of a big difference there. And smaller, undeciding is better. Smaller and strong is better. Right. So instead of a raffle, what I think I would do is <clears throat> invite people 
invite them as you are having a conversation. I also have a newsletter. I talk about this and this and this. If you're interested, um, there's a piece of paper right there. Put your email address down. If you don't want to, that's totally okay too. Like give them the out so that they don't feel obligated to do it. And then if they do, you can come back and like surprise and delight them. Like, hey, it was so nice to meet you. Thanks for joining my email list. Here's a free something, something. Like, and you don't have to do that either. But if you really want to, and you felt something with them and you want to grow that, give them something as a surprise, but don't dangle it. And I know this is very counterintuitive to most marketing advice. So take it with a grain of salt. This is advice from Jessica. <laughs> Instead of dangling, reward. Yeah, I think that feels more aligned, really, just to really get to working with the people you most would like to connect with, rather than just going for volume and hoping a few of them work out. <laughs> and I think, if, as you've seen, probably just for being here for a short amount of time, the small numbers can be really powerful. Monique. This is, I would, I would like you to start doing some numbers for yourself as well. I feel like that would be an important next step for you. Just throwing that out there. I'm going to talk to this many people. This many people are going to give me a hand raise. I find this many ideal art buyers or this many leads. Just to, like, as you are practicing this, having more conversations with people, you can see where it's going. I need to throw that out there. Okay. So even if they're not like, yes, I want to join your email list, um, you could still say something like, I would love to stay in touch and don't say this to group number three, just group number one or two. Leads are ideal art buyers, not the people you, um, are you on social media? Um, do you want to grab coffee next week? Do you want to have a play date with our kids? Like think what's the next, in your perfect world, what would be the next step in that relationship with them? And then don't wait for them to take, to make it. You go ahead and do it. That sounds good. Excuse me. I've, I've got so, a bit of a question related to yeah. that. Um, so say you, you hook up for um, play date with kids. How strongly do you intend to talk about your art in that moment? I would like you and everyone who is listening to this call to make it a point to in every conversation at least once bring up something about your art. So if you're having a play date, on the playground, like, oh, this could be a really cool painting. I should take a picture. Like, it doesn't have to be a, would you like to see what I've been, like, it could be that, or it could be, oh, I've got this cool thing at my friend's house coming up where she's gonna do a shop and I'm really excited about it, but I'm also kind of nervous because blah, 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 blah. Like, it doesn't even have to be an informing moment. We are just, bringing it up and seeing if it blossoms somewhere. 
And if it feels right and you want to push yourself a little bit, it could be an informing moment. Does that answer your question? Can I ask you another quick question? Sure. Well, I don't know if it's quick, but um, <laughs> I have a friend, uh, friend in Florida and um, she's interested in seeing some of my work. And I was thinking about doing like, uh, just sort of practicing doing a virtual studio visit of sorts for her, but I'm not very uh -huh. good with video. And I just wanted to find out like, if you have any suggestions on, or what platform to use and how to set that up successfully. Well, first of all, I would say, can I do a pretend studio visit on you? Because that's like, you that's want idea. to feel like you have the space to practice. You feel safe doing that with her. And we're not setting up any expectation, just saying you want to see it and I need practice. Is that yeah. cool? Can we do that? That's what um, I was thinking. I would do one of two things. I would do Zoom or actually I probably, I would do Zoom because it's just a really easy but dynamic platform and it records. So you can go back and rewatch yourself. Mm -hmm. And do you, also- Is that a setting? You have to set it to record, right? It doesn't mm, I think it defaults to it unless you turn that off. Okay. But you can't see my screen, but there is Zoom. And then in the top left, it says recording. And there's a little dot, 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 dot. So if you don't see that, then you can say, thanks for letting me practice. Now I have to go in and figure out how to turn on record so I can rewatch myself. Like, just talk through it. Like, be real, real with her. Um, and if you want... You could do it on your phone so you have more movement and maybe possibly get like a cheap tripod so you can set your phone down if you need to as you're talking. But really, you don't even need that. Where's my phone? I've seen gizmos now that actually follow your face. So you I bought can one of those and I haven't oh, figured it out yet. <laughs> it sounds so amazing. Like, I want one of those. I know, like, uh, oh, oh no! I think, I think I yeah, because she can walk around in your studio, and it will follow you, going like, "Hey, look at this! Here, I got that." But that's an upgrade. We're not there yet. Yeah, definitely. Because then you have more things to figure out. Then you have to like, Ooh. so let's just start with like base level. Pretend this is my phone, so I can just talk, 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 talk. Oh, look at this! Look at this book! La 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 la. Okay, and then I'm going to put it down and oh, now I need both my hands so I can show you this book. Like, that's pretty simple. You don't need anything fancy schmancy. Okay. You can overcomplicate it all day long. I know. But I, she wouldn't, she's not looking for complicated either. I mean, I think she'd just be right. happy to see a few paintings up close. I just, I need to get some more lights, I think, because it's. If she doesn't have Zoom set up, use FaceTime. Okay. Or use Instagram video chat. Like, use whatever is the easiest for you both to use. I like the recording because then you can go back and say, what was it? How did they describe that? Or what did I say that these seem to resonate with? Or like, I can replay it. Not a requirement. 
it's a bonus to think easiest barrier to entry. Simplest barriers, to, yeah, simplest barrier to entry is any video, anything that you both have that you can turn it on with your phone. Okay. Yeah. Go around your house, find some more lamps, put them in your studio. Don't be like, oh, I have to buy the perfect thing. But we'll, we'll add on, we'll get better. But how do I start? Right. So yes, simple question. Okay. I'll test it out. <laughs> um, and if you need to go in Slack and say, hey, does anybody want to do a test out Zoom or whatever studio visit with me where um, I can practice for 10 minutes and you can practice for 10 minutes? Okay. I bet you get some takers. Monique's giving okay. you a thumbs up. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up because I've got a list today. Today is a, I'm in fall. I don't know if you, I think you both know what that means, but mm -hmm. I'm like, I need to check some stuff off when most of the time I'm like, I don't want to do any of that. Now I'm like, I need to do that. So that's where I'm at. So I need to go check some stuff off. Go do it. <laughs> All right. Talk to you later. later. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye.